Hello, this is Christopher Hall. I am the host of this podcast and the writer and director of the film. The rest is just noise. Uh, I'm going to make this short and sweet because I'm recording this in a hotel on the eve of my brother's wedding. Um, We have a great interview this week with Sarah Wayman. Sarah is a dear, dear friend of mine and an absolute bright light of joy in our film. She, like everyone in the film, did me the biggest favor in the world agreeing to make this movie and frankly put up with my bullshit. Um, (laughs) uh, I love her very much and can't imagine a movie without her. I want to close with a shout out to my podcast producer, Matt McDonald. He was going to join me this week to record this intro, but he and his wonderful wife, Michelle, are the parents to a new baby boy. Um, He's on baby duty tonight, so hopefully we'll be talking to him next week. Um, without further ado, here's my interview with Sarah. Um, thank you for doing this. I know this is like so weird that we have a movie coming out and that um, we have to talk about it. I just, I hate it, but we have to do it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know where to start. I mean, I think uh, I think we sh- for anyone that doesn't know us to listen to this, we should probably like, we met in college. I don't remember when we met. Like, I can't tell you. It feels like an actual lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, you feel like a totally different person from them. I, I like knew you, but I didn't really know you. I didn't really know you until way after college. And it's sort of strange. It's sort of the same way with Scully, where I was friends with the Scully in college, but I didn't, we weren't incredibly close because I thought we were really different. And then after college, when he got really boring is when we sort of lined up and we were much more we're much more in sync yeah I think we're pretty similar now um the the Christmas Scully of college was very like crazy and um a jock and not my speed but the after college why do you think it took me 10 years to start dating him (laughs) the the after college wash to Scully was someone I was like I like this guy um um but yeah, it's hard to like. <laughs> Just some background. That's Chris Scully. That's Chris Scully for anyone that doesn't know who that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's really weird. I the 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 time I like recognized. Um, I had a birthday party, and it was right near Chris's apartment in Stytown. And then you were there, and I was like, "Oh my God, Wayman's here." And then the Scully disappeared at some point. I was like, oh, where did he go? And Panisi was like, oh, he left with Wayman. I was like, oh. It all, all right. makes sense. I was I'm like, all right. I was like, why was Wayman? Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you were, you were there all the time, which was great. And it was- And then I just um, never left. And you never left. And I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember I picked him up to go somewhere and we were driving, it was just me and him. We were driving back and he just kept talking about you. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like a really real thing. Like he really dug you and was like really interested in you. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. It was weird. It was weird to hear him talk like that because I'd never really heard him talk like that before. And here we are. And here we are. What's the, like the first time you heard about this movie? Like what is the first reference point of this thing being a thing? I I, I don't remember even asking you. I just think I just said, hey, I I wrote this part and you're going to do it. I know exactly what it was. Chris and I were house like apartment slash dog sitting out in Brooklyn in Park Slope for a friend that I was working with at the time and I feel like we just like I don't even know if you were in Brooklyn or we were just like hey come hang out with us and we went to this random bar I feel like 
we sat like in the back. It was like dark. We got mm-hmm. like burgers and you were like, yeah. So the stuff that we shot with Russ, like it's going to be a movie and you both are going to be in it. And Chris <laughs> obviously laughed. I got nervous immediately. Um, and then we took it from there and then you like actually mailed us scripts and it was like a real thing. And Chris still kept laughing and I still kept getting nervous. <laughs> Cause I, I really, thinking back on it now like I've, as we're getting to the to the like release of it i'm starting to try and to put together like how we did everything because obviously the rust thing was just sort of a spur of the moment thing where i was like hey we're driving back let's shoot something even if it's nothing and then the actual like physical like hey we're doing this i i really was like searching my brain i was like i don't think i even asked sarah to like if she was interested i just like wrote it Oh, definitely not if I was interested. Yeah, Yeah. it was more of a telling, not an asking, which was totally fine. But I think the way it happened was I knew I knew Chris was going to be a hard sell and he continues to be a hard sell. And (laughs) I I knew that if you were there, he would have more incentive to do it. And I was right because the one weekend that he and I got like into a mini argument was the one weekend you were not there. And I could tell he was upset and just didn't want to be there. It was the first um, Jersey weekend, right? Yes. The it long a, weekend. It was a really hard weekend that um, uh, he he just didn't want to be there. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he gets fussy sometimes. That's all right. I, that's okay. So that's why I'm in the movie as Chris's handler. That's yes. how I Yeah, he's, he is the, uh, the, the problematic actor <laughs> that we needed to have a handler for. And then you were just great in the movie too, which was helpful. Um, but yeah, it was it just seems so stupid now like one that I thought we could do it and two that the movie's any good and three that like everyone's good in it like I remember the thing I kept telling Russ was Russ was really nervous obviously and he was you know like what do you think the chances are that this will be any good I said I have no idea and I said that my, he's like, well, what's your biggest fear? I said, my biggest fear is that like out of the four people, three of them are great and one of them are horrible. Like the chair would just fall apart because one <laughs> of the legs would be bad. But everyone was good, which was so fucking weird. Um, I mean, I feel like our biggest fear was letting you down or at least mine was. I mean, I kept and I kept telling. I think my biggest pitch to all of you was like, especially if someone was nervous about it, like I know Jill was especially nervous and I would just say, if anything's not good, it won't be in the movie. Like, don't worry about it being bad. Because if it's bad, it just won't be in the movie. Or we'll do it again. Or we'll reshoot it. Like, there was no sort of pressure to, um, it had to be perfect. Or it had to be good. Like, even good. It just had to be, like, something that I could work with. Um, and and you guys were amazing. Like, that was, I don't know. I think the moment that I realized that like the movie could be really good. And this is sort of a shout out to you was we shot um, the scene in the bedroom with you and him Mm -hmm. that goes on for three minutes. I remember sitting there like, that's a really long scene. It might be the longest scene in the movie. And you just kept going and going and going. And I was like, I have a really stupid brain where I'm, I'm editing as we're going. Yep. So I know that I have everything. And I remember like, I would always, if there was a scene where I was like, okay, I need to cut there because I don't have that line. And you just kept going and going and going and going. And I ne- like my brain never jumped in to cut. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, we got to the end of that and there was no, <laughs> and I was just so unbelievably amazed that like, that's a really hard scene. 
and like I was you just sweating profusely <laughs> under those covers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was it was like summer in New York City, and you guys were on. Yeah, but I just um, there were so many instances of that where like, and it's funny that we're starting with you first because I think that you're obviously you're in it the least, but you're the last person. Like you're the last person that has to bring it home. Like you, I think you come into the movie like in the last 25 minutes. Yep. Which is obviously a thing where you have an hour or like really like 20 minutes of build up, then you have like 30 minutes of like really fucking angry shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Jill and Russ. And then you come into the movie and you're like like you're this different, you're this really great different energy that I think people respond to and they can sort of go like, oh, this is this is where the off-ramp is. Like people realize mm -hmm. that this is the the movie is is changing once you get out of the car the movie is changing from here on out yep um so i just want to say thank you for that of course <laughs> it's, it's just cool like to hear it that way too because obviously like i know when i shot things and it was in you know whatever order yeah it was but seeing it all together was like even the first time which was obviously not the end yeah end cut it was yeah. just so awesome to see it actually in order as it was meant to be did you ever have an apprehension of like yeah i shouldn't do this like I, this is like oh yeah from the this... moment you <laughs> get it. like but i'm those like are my own personal hang-ups chris used to say to me like every time we filmed he's like it won't like hall is a brilliant editor like it just won't like you said anything that's like weird or awkward or i personally am like oh my god i'm uncomfortable it just won't look that way when it's done yeah. because of what you do after it. So that kind of just always hung in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, even if I feel stupid and like I'm awful, it won't look that way once you're done with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everyone felt that. I think Russ, Russ is going to be really interesting to talk to because he doesn't want to talk about the movie ever so much so that he's dodged all of our Q and A's and everything. Um, <laughs> Where is he? In this in this world right now, yeah, he, I feel yeah. like he. I feel like when it started, when we watched like the final one, and it was actually awesome, he kind of freaked out a bit, and then like disappeared secretly off the face of the planet. Well, I think he knew. I think he thought that like, oh, it's gonna suck, so Hall's gonna bury it, and I'm never gonna have to talk about it. <laughs> and and uh, when it sort of was like, oh, this is like a thing, and people are gonna see it. I think he got a little spooked, but I don't know. I'll see. I'll see what he has to say. He's never talked about the movie at all to like anyone else, which is very that's strange. kind of crazy, but but that's him. <laughs> that's him. Um, <laughs> what um, was there anything that you learned from like this? Because you know, I think you'll probably be in another movie again if I <laughs> convince you. Is this another telling, not asking? Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just, but is there anything that you? dug about it like is it is it just like oh I did like I'm in a movie like a lot of people can't really say they're like oh I'm in a movie totally I feel like I'm almost more fascinated by the process than actually being in it yeah. I mean I still get like uncomfortable seeing my parts just because that's like I don't like seeing photos of myself weirdly except for ones that you've taken so I guess I guess on film on camera um really it's only you I won't do this for any other human being <laughs> But I feel like getting to see just like how it all works from the perspective of what you do every day, like in your actual job and just like behind the scenes and logistics was was so fascinating to me. Yeah, ours was such a like a minimized version of that where we were doing everything. Just yeah. there was no one to do anything. Like, I was, was going like, to say, it was super scrappy. It made me feel interested to see like 
what an actual huge production would look like. It just made me kind of more fascinated in like your world and your life in general <laughs> and the chaos that I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Like I've known Chris and Ryan for 17 years. That's so crazy. Like half my life. And yeah. it's weird to see them and like, like I think Chris is pretty similar to his character. Um, Russ is like a completely different character, but it's, it was interesting to see, I don't know, Chris being serious in a way that wasn't, um, I don't know. I don't feel like he's necessarily an unserious person, but to see him like be that adult <laughs> for an extended period of time was really cool. Like, you know, I love him very much and he's one of my best friends. It was just, it was really cool to see him. It's like that thing where you, you have friends and you've never seen them work before, like what they, how they sort of carry themselves. And uh, okay. to see him like, I mean, everyone came to it very differently, but like you were like super studious and you had your, you, I remember you took out all your pages from the script and you just had yep. like your 20 pages. Whereas he, I don't think he read the script after the first time. I don't think. I don't know that he's ever read the script <laughs> in its entirety. But he would just like, like, here's the Get sides. It. And that made me really angry. Yeah, here's the, <laughs> here's the sides. And he'd just go like, I remember him sitting in, in the driveway with just like the sides and a cigarette in his mouth, fake cigarette in his mouth, just like, all right, let's go. And, and just like rip off like a three page scene. I was like, fuck, he's really smart. He's like really, really <laughs> smart. And just like, it was sort of, I was in a mix of like awe of, holy shit, he's really smart and like, fuck him. Like, yeah. why why is it so easy for him? Yeah, Whereas, no, I agree. And he's, so, and he's so fucking good in the movie too. Like, even though he thinks he sucks in the movie, because I know he thinks he sucks in the movie. Like he said that to me, like, oh, I'm the worst part of the movie. I'm like, you're not. Um, he's so, <laughs> I don't know. You got a good one. He's a good one. He is a good one. It is interesting to see too. Like, obviously like all probably of my scenes are with him, yeah. but like spending my life and every second of the actual day with him and then seeing that change like you said like was super weird for me too a little bit yeah. like cool but in in a weird way it's almost like I don't know it he's felt a different like it he's a different person and you're a different person him. yeah yeah but it yeah. kind of wasn't I don't know it was cool though <laughs> I I just remember the first day of being very nervous for both of you because I was like I knew that it was weird to play someone that's dating some like dating someone in real life dating them in a movie like it wasn't there was no sort of separation there like it was not yeah. and like your stuff isn't heavy like Jill and Ryan's stuff is totally but I knew that there was like there's a little bit of like oh we're shooting we're making a movie about us dating in our apartment <laughs> <laughs> and like I remember you sent me music like really early on you're like oh this is all the music we listened to when we started dating it was like a yep. hosier song and some other stuff and i remember Definitely. i would play it like as i was writing i was like oh like i didn't want to like rip off your life but i was like there's a little bit of a weird um element to it here where i know jill and ryan really dug into their own personal shit to sure to do their scenes but your stuff is so different like your your character is the most different about anyone like that's not you at all yeah yeah which i guess is probably the the hardest thing to play so congratulations <laughs> i don't know um it's just such a crazy thing and i can't believe that you guys did it like i really thought i don't know 
like the the day that Ryan didn't show up the first day for like <laughs> 45 minutes and I was like oh we're done okay um but just the fact that everyone like hung out and did it like everyone sort of bought in and like you guys didn't have to do it you know you could say like oh you know I gotta work or whatever like whatever we went to fucking New Mexico where everyone was just like yeah let's do it okay don't um, tell Chris he didn't have to do it okay. well I mean I, I think I got my one big favor for our lifetime with him I think that's uh, <laughs> but it was cool the kind of like like second family it created like we were saying in the beginning obviously like we knew each other from school and same with Russ but like I didn't like know him know him yeah um and even Jill I mean I knew he had a sister but I didn't know Jill at all yeah and now like Jill and I are like texting on the side about like yeah. new tattoos and moving to Hawaii <laughs> and I'm just like yeah. oh cool like and it's been like over a year so I'm like oh it's we're fr we're friends now. We shot this movie awesome. three years ago. That's so crazy. Time That's seems cool. so fucked up because of COVID and everything. But like, yeah. we shot it three years ago. Then it took like six months to edit, and then we did festivals for like a year. So the time is like the amount of time it's taken. The other thing I saw was that there's been like you and Chris got married. David and his husband got married. Michael and Jessica are getting married. There's Jill so got married. Jill got yeah. married. I look at it now and it's really like a time capsule that time where I was like, oh man, that was, we were all like 30. I feel so old now. <laughs> Is there a scene that you watch where you're like, oh, I hate, I hate that. Like of stuff that you're, I mean, of stuff that you're in. I can't watch anything that I'm in. I mean... I mean, yeah, like every scene I'm in. I feel like I do this weird <laughs> thing where one side of my lip like goes up and I'm like, do I talk like that in real life? Really? I'm like looking at myself on Zoom now. I'm like, my mouth is being normal. Why is it being so freaking <laughs> weird in the movie? I don't get it. But but that's not anyone's problem besides my own. Is there, I is feel there like that's another big reason why I said yes. I'm like, this is so out of my comfort zone. I like, yeah. need to start like doing things that like appreciate myself more so but it's hard it's hard to watch some of is there things. is there anything in there you're like oh man i'm like really good in that the the in the bed scene that you were referencing before the like full straight no mm -hmm. breaks no cut is pretty cool yeah yeah that, scene that was probably was. like the only like heavier thing that we had to film so it's definitely like a part i was super nervous about yeah but also i don't know sometimes it feels easier to do totally different things. Cause then I'm like, Oh, put your mindset there. It almost is weird to think like the casual things between Chris and I felt weirder when, it, yeah. when that should have felt easier. Yeah. Since everything was so small, there wasn't really that like, Oh, this is we're shooting now. Like when we went to Coney Island, it was just like, you guys just went wherever you wanted to go. That yeah. was such a fun day just in general. Yeah. I'll speak for maybe us and not you. Cause you were probably <laughs> still thinking about like, what am I going to catch? But like the fact that you even caught, Chris when he won that like huge stuffed animal yeah that like couldn't possibly have been written it was just like us like dicking around in Coney Island it was awesome well that's just him being good at uh at carnival games um <laughs> well I'm glad I'm glad you can find some joy in it I, I know I know you and I have talked about like where you're like oh yeah no I don't I don't like watching myself but like to, for you to find a little bit like I know Russ loves watching himself I, <laughs> I know that's uh <laughs> <laughs> where he'd just be like man I'm really good in that scene I'm like yeah I mean that travel montage was was awesome that's the only part but of the also movie just Chris likes that you guys had such a fun experience like 
outside of it, like as yeah. actual humans, like had you not shot a single thing, it was just cool for us to kind of like get a peek into like what you saw on that trip in general. We didn't have, we didn't have a script. We didn't, we had like a 20 page sort of outline of where we were going to go, but I had no idea. Like your character didn't exist. Jill didn't exist. Like at that point, I think it was just Chris and Ryan. And then, um, when we got back, I was like, all right, now I have to figure out how this would actually fit into a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of cool though, that that was like the centerpiece of, I mean, you crafted everything around all of that and that Russ still fit into that suit years later. So touche for him. My biggest, I saw him <laughs> after we shot, uh, after we shot that stuff, he kept the suit. I still don't have that suit. He still has that suit and he wore it to a wedding. And I remember he posted a photo on Instagram, like, please, Dear God, do not throw up on the suit. Do not rip the suit. Please don't lose the suit. Because that was an expensive, that might be the most expensive suit I've ever bought. And I've never worn it. Like we bought that suit in California and I was like, That's all right, hilarious. we, we got to go to the beach. And he still has it, I hope. I said to him, like, what I, whatever, if you don't fit into the suit, just keep it. Like, yeah. don't throw it away. I mean, just just driving across the country was so fucking cool. Like take away making the movie, but driving yeah. like the, the first time I saw white sands was really, I'd seen it in pictures. And then obviously I had written it into the, like the little outline that I was doing, but like seeing it for real was unreal. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but it was. No, it doesn't. I, it's so funny. We, we did this like stupid thing at work the other day where people had to like share photos of like the most amazing indescribable thing like they've ever seen. And I picked like one of the ones of us filming there. It's just, I still don't know how you got it approved uh, to fly us all out there. Cause that felt a little absurd. Um, but I'm so happy that you did. Cause that was like one of the best memories. I mean, that had that, that, ha that scene had to happen. I remember that the, that scene was not in the first script I gave to my brother, Michael who produced the movie. And he, he like sort of broke out the script and he wrote out a schedule and all this sort of stuff. And then I said, hey, I rewrote the ending. Like we have to go to White Sands. And he's like, that's ridiculous. We're not going to White Sands. You can't do that. That's ridiculous. There's eight people, you can't do that. And I was like, no, you have to, like you read the script. Like that's the only ending. And he's like, well, why can't we do it in like the Hamptons or why can't we do it like somewhere else? I was like, just wait. Just like, wait till we get out there and then you'll see. And I remember, cause we were all piled into that mm -hmm. expedition or whatever it was. Yep. And when we came through the gates and like the first, like there, you're in sort of, you're surrounded by the mountains. And then when you come out and you see everything, everyone was like, holy fuck. Yep. Like even, even Chris, who is sort of like, Ugh, oh, fucking New Mexico. That's is, is exactly what he said. I think I was starting a, a new job. You were at, like next Monday. You were. You and were. we're like, oh, just we're gonna take a quick twenty-four hour. <laughs> also, fun fact about me: I like can't fly. So yeah. the fact that you guys even got me on a plane for for that long for yeah, Sarah hates, but worth it. But Sarah, so worth. It. Sarah hates flying. Uh, Hate that day was pretty fucking unbelievably stressful. So to everyone out there, I we woke up. The flight was, I think it's 8 a.m. I woke up at like 3.30, saw that our first, it was a connecting flight through Chicago. I saw our first flight was delayed, which would have pushed us past our connecting flight. I changed all of our flights. 
And then Gil was coming in from somewhere else too. So you were coordinating like all of us flying out of New York, Jill not. Yeah, Jill was flying from Virginia and then we got to Chicago and then we almost missed the connect. Well, Michael and Jessica almost missed the connecting flight. (laughs) And then we got, then we had to drive from El Paso to to Alamogordo where the White Sands are. And I remember like just praying. I was like, if there is bad weather or there is, for people that don't know the White Sands is like a missile testing thing for the US government. And sometimes they just close it randomly. Like they'll just close the the White Sands because they're shooting missiles or rockets or testing aircraft or whatever. Um, and I was like, God, I just like, I checked the day before, I checked the morning of like, please don't be closed. Because if it was closed, we're in New Mexico and we don't have an ending. And <laughs> and uh, and I remember um, parking the car and I was like, all right, we're gonna, we're going to get something out of this. Like, even if I just get like one shot of people there, yep. at least we'll have it. But that day was so, and then we went back to the hotel and I was like, okay, I got to watch this to make sure it's in focus, make sure I had everything. Cause then we held like the next morning. Yep. Just like, in case. Just in case if for whatever reason, like, oh, the card corrupted or whatever. And it was the most perfect weather possible. It's, and the it's sky was crazy. Was. And, um, but yeah, that was the most stressful day of my life. Uh, um, and then you were just like all like doped up, like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to I was gonna take say, three flights in 24 hours. It was the most stressful day of my life, except for the Bloody Marys that we had at our layover and <laughs> the amount of Xanax I had to take to even get on the flight. And then I was just loving life. Also Jill Russell's first day in the movie, which is quite a... Uh, oh, yeah. Like, here you go. This is your first scene you have to do. Um, I think it was the first time I ever met Jill. Wow. It's the which only scene crazy. you two have together. So Yeah. Um, I wish I kept a journal when we were making it because I, I would have really liked to have remembered a lot of the stuff that we just, the days were really long and really hard because just because of we didn't have any money or anything, any people to help <laughs> us. But it was like, it was really crazy. It's really, it just, every time I think back on it, it's really crazy. Like Russell sometimes texts me and just go like, I can't believe we did that. Like, I can't believe we like I even mean, attempted that. I feel like the last, the like final version when, Chris watched it even he was like fuck he's like this is like good not that he thought not that (laughs) he he had any doubts in anyone specifically but it almost would have been easier if it was crap and then we could have all just been like yeah that was that was fun we did that yeah Uh uh-huh and like be done with it but it was almost like a little like disarming that it wasn't and it's like oh okay well, so what happens now? Yeah, so what do we have to do now? Yeah, it's it's really fucking nuts. It shouldn't have worked out. Can we can we talk about the Scully for a little bit? Can we talk about like how good he is in the movie? We absolutely can. I've, he as I'm staring at him from across the living room, <laughs> and he's just scoffing at, at us talking about him. Um, <laughs> No, he's he's got, and I've said this to him, he's got one of the harder parts of the movie because he doesn't have the flashiest part. And I sort of took away like all of his like real moves where he's like funny in real life and he can, you know, he doesn't really get to be all that funny in the movie, though he has some funny stuff in the beginning. Which he'll remind me every time we watch it was improv. I, I, yeah, write that it. was it an was improv. Him. Paul didn't write yep, that. I didn't time. write that. That was me. That was me. Those are my jokes. I mean, he's naturally funny, um, <laughs> but he uh, he's got, and maybe I should save this for his podcast, 
but like four of the best scenes in the movie he's in like he's in the scene with you in the room mm-hmm. and then the three sort of pillar scenes with jill in the driveway in the house and then yep. on the back porch and he's gotta like like he's he taught he has a ton of dialogue he has to, to talk and he has to be convincing and compelling and he's smoking in two of them which is even harder um <laughs> but he's really fucking good in the movie and i know he doesn't like to hear that but he's really fucking good in the movie um I tell him that too. And he just, just smirks, but even that scene. So the, the weekend you were talking about that, I wasn't there Yeah, with the fight and yeah. going to buy <laughs> someone to run out and buy new clothes and a new tarp and a mat. It was friendly yeah. downpouring. And like, yeah. then you guys had a little, little man friend tiff. And we're like, when Chris <laughs> was telling me all about it, I'm like, wow, this weekend sounds like a total shit show, but those scenes are incredible. And I'm like, how did this? And then from then on out, I'm like, I have too much FOMO. I need to come to every shoot that I'm not in because clearly I missed like the craziest weekend. Well, I think he was like, it was a scene in the driveway and like yeah. he did a scene and he's just like, how many fucking more of these do we have to do? <laughs> You're like a lot. <laughs> and I was just like, and like there were like a, like the 29 Avenue V was coming out like, I need to get home, I need to get home. And then I was just so tired because it was at the end and I was like, oh, can you just fucking stop? And then everyone was like quiet. <laughs> and then that was it. That was like the only argument that I had with anyone in the movie. But it was like really, I don't know. But he was so fucking good. I was just like, all right, like, what are we going to do? Like, I'm not going to get into it. Like, what am I going to fight yeah. with him? Um, but yeah, he, that yeah that weekend we- You guys shot shoot, the fight scene, which is like the, in We shot every... the fight scene. Yeah, yeah, that was, and we had to do everything three times. Another Another great scene he's in, this fucking guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, annoying. Why what? did I marry him? Yeah, he's really annoying. Um, <laughs> it's annoying how good he is. Yep. Um, so wait, he's got two shitty ACLs. That's his only uh, his, his downfall. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're you're pretty fucking good in the movie too. Well, I appreciate you saying that. If there's a, if there was another role in the movie that you could have played, like it d- doesn't matter. Like you could have played any other role. Like you could have played Ross. You could have played. Chris's part you could have played Jill's part would you have wanted to play any of those parts no (laughs) no no those ones had too much pressure they had to like actually act I feel like thankfully you wrote mine like straightforward enough that I could handle it as someone who's just like a nervous wreck at baseline in in my personal life um so that I wasn't freaking out that much I feel like everyone else's had like so many more heavier scenes. I don't know if I could have done it. I mean, I would have, I would have tried, but I'm happy where I was. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy how everyone fell into it. I mean, like, like the, the, like the two hours where Jill wasn't going to be in the movie, I was like, maybe Sarah can do that role or maybe we'll cut that role or something. But yeah, it's done it for you Hall, but. I would have not been happy about it. I think <laughs> I think if she couldn't have done it, I think I probably would have cut that part and then just it wouldn't have worked. It just had to be her. It had to be against her. Russ, like f- for those like more emotional scenes. I actually can't even imagine sort of like what that was like for them. Obviously, like being actually related and calling on, yeah, you know, sort of deeply personal things, but. I feel like that's what made it work. I don't know that anyone else could have done that. No, and that's the thing I kept running up against. I was like, like this is a pretty good part. We could probably cast an actor for it. But I was like, one, Russ 
um, probably wouldn't have been able to, maybe he could have, um, sort of open himself up like that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially just in that one fight scene where he sort of has like a, he's sort of in a groove for the whole movie where he's not really talking and he's just sort of moving about the space. And then that one scene where he just like, yeah, it just pops. Um, that one yeah. down in yeah, Virginia, that would have been, that must've been intense to like film. And when Jill like literally shoves him out the door, <laughs> I feel like the first time I saw that too, I was like, yeah, she really, real. <laughs> she really pushed the shit out of him. I mean, she really, I remember it was just me and David down there and the two yeah. of them. And I remember uh, we like rehearsed it and we sort of went through, we broke the thing up into two pieces where we did like the front end and like David and I were like standing next to each other doing the coverage on both people. And then I was like, how are we going to end this? And she's like, I'm going to push him out the door. And I was like, oh, oh <laughs> okay. All right. So I was like, David, you have to go outside and get him coming out. Yeah. So that last like sort of movement where she's just like right before she like snaps, she just like fucking and just put, I remember like, for, I didn't see him after he left the door. Yeah. Cause I was still inside and I was like, and she was doing that great thing where she got down on the ground and, and Callie came in front of her. Yep. But like, I was like, okay, I can't cut yet. And the second I cut, I like ran to the door. I'm like, is Russ okay? <laughs> she really fucking threw him. That's like she crazy. Really... I didn't realize that's how that like end part kind of came about. At one, like I think in the script, he was just supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I think it just came out of rehearsal. She's just like, I'm just gonna like fucking push him out, the, like literally chuck him out the door. That sounds a little bit like something she's maybe wanted to do for years. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I have a great idea of what we could do. Yeah, we're just, I'm literally <laughs> gonna throw him through a door. That was that was a that was another three day weekend where it was just like, all right, we're doing like 25 yeah. pages of stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I forgot it was just you and David down there. And that was the week. I feel like that was the week after White Sands or was there a week in between? There might've been a week in between, but yeah, that was like, I think I was like, all right, let's put all the travel in two weeks. <laughs> so, true, I really, true, true. so I could really burn sense. myself out. I don't know. I just, I keep coming back to it, but I can't believe we like pulled it off. Like that the movie's going to be out and people are going to watch it. And that it, uh, I don't know. It's like it's real. real. It's real. <laughs> it's really real. Um, all right. Is there anything else that like pops into your head about making it or what? Like, I remember being a ball of nerves at Yonkers. I'm sure you were too of like, oh, yeah. there's people that are actually going to watch it. That, you know, because we had, we'd had the thing in uh, Arizona the week before, but no one was there. Like I was by myself and I was just like a fucking disaster where I kept like leaving the screening room. Like I just would watch like five <laughs> minutes and then I would leave. And they probably thought like, oh my God, a lot of people are walking out of this movie. But I just like kept like, all right, I watched the scene. I listened to how people would react to it. And I actually edited some stuff out after that screening, but like Yonkers, what were you feeling like when people were actually watching it? Yeah, and on such a big screen, which sounds like it like shouldn't make that much of a difference, but it was like, <laughs> drastically different seeing it like on a computer or on like my tv at home and then like actually in a theater setting yeah um I mean 
I feel like I'm kind of the type of person where things that make me nervous once they're over, it's just like, well, it is what it is. So like, <laughs> I, I wasn't as nervous because I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do about it now. And if Hall thought it was okay enough to slap it on this screen now, I guess <laughs> we're good. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was super fun. And like the fact that we all like stayed up at that Airbnb and made like a little thing of it, it like just felt like no matter what, it actually looked like on the big screen, no matter if our friends and family like boot it, which like they would never, <laughs> but even if they did, like it felt like such a fun like adventure that we all got to go on. Even just being up there and like having our little like cheers in the apartment beforehand, yeah. and, like obviously knowing that we're all nervous, but like all together, I thought it was super fun. Um, I mean, it was weird. And then like the Q and A we did at the end, I was just like, who wants nobody who wants to talk to us about anything <laughs> yeah. what? Um, but but yeah it was super fun i mean obviously it's such a bummer that then the world imploded into a Fucking thousand pieces COVID. and we yeah. couldn't like keep doing that um because that felt like even if nothing ever happened ever again with the movie like that was such a fun reward almost like for us to all be together and like having a good time and like having a drink or maybe a few drinks and like yeah just being able to like watch it together with other human beings. It's, yeah. it's wild. Mammoth would have been fun. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> damn COVID. I know. The thousandth reason to say goddamn COVID. Okay. So we've been, <laughs> we've been talking for like 35 minutes now. Um, so I have four questions for you mm-hmm. that I'm going to ask everybody. Um, not movie it, related? So, no, not related to the movie. This is oh, about boy. you. Um, first question. What is your favorite movie? I hate this question. <laughs> I have to imagine like people like you also hate this question even more. So can I ask you it after? Sure. I feel like I have, I feel like that's like a, what's your favorite song question. It's like, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I would want to say Goodwill Hunting. But if you ask Chris what my favorite movie is, he'll say The Martian because anytime it's on, I stop. And I'm like, common denominator here being Matt Damon, I guess. So <laughs> maybe I'll go with that. Followed followed a close second by Forrest Gump, mainly for the music. I Those feel are like good ones. I feel like I can I can be swayed from a movie that isn't the best with a great soundtrack. So yeah, yeah. Good go. Hunting's a good one, and I think that'll probably be Chris's as well. Um, well, I think when I say that, he always says, no, that's mine. As if we can't, <laughs> as if there can only be one per person. So. Hey, he owns that movie. That's, yeah, that's I didn't know that. I didn't realize that he was in that movie too. All right, here's the second one. What is the most memorable phone call of your life? <sighs> I don't usually pick up the phone when people call. <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of a question for us because no one really does pick up the phone. But is there is there any news that you ever got? It could be a text message too that you got via phone? This is this is kind of like, I guess not really happy and a little darker, but um, my dad called me to let me know my grandfather had passed. And it was weirdly the most, the shortest, most transactional phone call. And yeah. that's kind of how my dad is. Um, yeah. And so it, it just, I'll never forget like where I was sitting and, what happened and my dad never calls me and I never pick up the phone. So the moment it rang, I was just like, Oh fuck. This is is something. This is gonna change something. And that kicked off 2020. 
the year of total shit destruction the year of destruction um and now every time my parents call me i'm just like oh fuck (laughs) but it was just it was like so sad but also so weirdly calm I i guess i don't know how to describe it maybe if you knew my dad that would make a little bit more sense but um yeah I would that's say one. that's one that sticks out in my mind. All right. For better so or worse. Here's the next one. What was the best day of your life? I should probably say my wedding day, huh? <laughs> Chris, I would, the other room. I, I would like to think that the best day of my life hasn't happened yet. Nice. Is that a cop out? No, that's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. All I right. feel like there's there's exciting adventures ahead. So I'm gonna say it's forthcoming. Awesome. And this is the last one. Two albums from the 80s. Would you pick Purple Rain by Prince or Off the Wall by Michael Jackson? Off the Wall, Michael Jackson, 100%. Oh, that was the easiest one. I know. That's the one we we say for last. All right. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love you very much. Thank you for doing this movie. You're so fucking good in it. yeah, I don't know. I I'm I hope I I think I'm going to see you before it comes out, which is great. I was um, going to say it was so nice chatting with you, just like in general. And we miss you. Come visit us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, thank you, everyone. This is Sarah Wayman, Sarah Descoli, who is plays Sarah in our movie. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another member of our cast, Miss Jill Russell. Our film, The Rest is Just Noise, releases on Apple TV next month. We'll be rolling out a whole bunch of stuff over the next couple weeks. Uh, we hope you check it out. We hope you check out the movie when it becomes available next month. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, please stay safe and uh, see you next week. <laughs>